All roads lead to the vein. Hey, what's up everyone? Brad Chumluski here with episode 192 of Shadow of the Vein. I recently just got back from San Francisco for the pre-launch event for 5v5. Um, really awesome time. It was like a community focus event with some show matches. Um, just great time to like hang out with people, have some drinks, interact with everyone offline. Uh, just really cool to finally meet some of these people that you've been talking to on Twitter or on Discord or even in game for so long. I think some of these community events like this are just a blast and I was really glad to have the opportunity to make it out there. So thank you Super Evil Megacore for having me, inviting me out. A really fun time. Uh, yeah, saw a lot of people. I know they had uh, Sean Doris out there. If anyone uh, follows him, he's a, a vlogger on YouTube. I think an uh, ex-pro skateboarder, so he was running around with his buddy Tanner. Uh, so really cool to have some of those like influencers there at uh, this party, just promoting Vanglory, promoting Super Evil Megacorp, uh, and it was a great turnout. Lots of announcements as well. You should go back and check out the stream. They streamed it all on Twitch, so if you missed any of the stuff with the uh, 3.0, with the Golden Toad, with the uh, new Las Vegas gaming with ESP, um, Razor, what's happening with eSports. There's all that on the stream, but Wookie Force and I also break it all down and recap it all here on the podcast. So give you a little insight into uh, our opinions, our thoughts with it, what we saw, what uh, maybe we're predicting as well. So yeah, we dive into all that. This episode really just breaks down all that news and the event, and then we got 3.0 getting launched on February 13th, so everyone's going to be access getting access to 5v5. Um, we'll be talking more about that in future episodes, just um, maybe some opinions, some strategies, just trying to educate everyone on how to play 5v5. It is way different. Um, it takes a, a different level of play than 3v3 does. Like, you have to have huge map awareness and it just takes a lot to get into you're not going to be uh, uh vainglorious in that first week all right well before we get into this i want to mention the patreon that's over at patreon.com slash shed of the vein uh hopefully updating that soon and if not i will quit saying that i'm going to update it soon but we'll do that at some point and if you can support the show in any way that would be awesome i really appreciate it, it means a lot to me uh but love everyone that listens watch the YouTube version, subscribes on YouTube or on iTunes, really helps uh, the podcast grow, helps the community of Vanglory go, grow. If you have a friend that maybe uh, wants to know more about the game or listen to something when they can't play it, like at work or on their drive to school, uh, yeah, recommend Shadow of the Vein. All right, let's do it. Let's jump into episode 191. 192? Shatter the Vein. This is the 192nd episode of Shadow of the Vein. My name is Brad Chmielewski, and this is a podcast 
all about Vainglory. Every week, try to break down the news, gameplay, game tips, and hopefully we can all become better players together. And every week, bringing on people from the community, people that love this game, support it, stream it, play it. And this week, I have Wookie Force joining me. Welcome. Hey, <clears throat> hey, thank you. Glad uh, to be here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great to have you here. We recently uh, got to meet in person, finally, at the pre-launch party in uh, San Francisco. So I figured, why not have someone on who was there to just like recap with me what happened? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, so we'll probably, we're going to dive into that. But first, for anyone who hasn't uh, checked out your stream or seen what you're doing or heard heard about you previously, I'd love to, for you to introduce yourself and let them know what you're doing and what you're up to. Cool. Yeah, so um, my name is Wookie Force. Uh, I'm a, a member of Ardent. The Ardent Guild is one of the oldest guilds in Vainglory. Mm -hmm. um, I've been streaming on Twitch for about three years. I think I'm coming up on my three-year anniversary. <clears throat> um, I've been, I have been got into streaming because of Vainglory. I okay. used to watch uh, Shin Kaigen and his streams all the time. And then once I finally got a job and had money to build a PC, I was like, I want to stream this. <laughs> so I've been playing since basically the NA launch. Like I think it was like the Taka update whenever okay. he was released way back when. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, lately I've been doing more like a bunch of variety. Well, I don't know if it's a bunch of variety, but I don't just stick to Vainglory. I've been playing some Fortnite. Um, I was playing Arena Valor for a little bit, but like 5v5 came out and now I'm just like, no, nope, I'm good. 5v5 <laughs> all day. Um, You're right. I was yeah. going to ask that. Like how were you playing mm -hmm. Arena Valor just to do something different or would you, were you like, I really just want to play 5v5 and this seems like a, a better option to maybe uh, fill that void at the time? Yeah. So actually uh, at TwitchCon for partners, they had a raffle. Um, okay to enter and I won the raffle. It was sponsored by Tencent. So I won a trip to Korea to go watch the Arena Valor okay. uh, championships. <laughs> so that I was like, all right, I should probably at least check out the game. Cause I mean, Thanks. I know a bunch of the Vainglory community was like, oh, Arena Valor, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like Vainglory is always gonna be the best. And I'm like, okay, I, I'll give it a fair shot. Like, yeah, it looks cool. And to be fair, I was playing Arena Valor more than Vainglory for a few weeks before being, uh, before they released early access with the golden tickets. Uh -huh. I was just having more fun with it at the time because I just, I guess, got tired of 3v3 or something. Right, after, um, what, three years of playing yeah. 3v3, uh, three years of doing anything, no matter how complex it is, you start to just, like, uh, wane on it a little bit, I think. Yep. <laughs> so. that, that plus, I used to play League for like five years. Okay. So like I've been playing MOBAs for what, eight to ten-ish years. So I think I just kind of got burnt out on like full force MOBAs and like mm -hmm. the full strate uh, like strategy behind it. So I've been playing Blitz for like six months, like just Blitz. That's okay. probably the only thing I would <laughs> play. Um, my viewers know that. Like I would do viewer matches and they would come and we'd just mess around or whatever. Cool. Um, but yeah, so so now yeah, that, that now that oh yeah, that trip to Korea. So you did that. Yeah, I won that trip. It was a lot of fun. It was cool. Um, but that's why I figured when uh, I came back, I should probably play the game to check it out. And it was pretty fun. But the biggest thing I don't didn't like about it was the controls because it has a virtual joystick. Yeah. Um, and I've just 
really never enjoyed using a virtual <laughs> joystick. It just doesn't feel natural because it's like, all right, I've used, I love joysticks on controllers, but if it's on a flat screen and it's fake, it just doesn't feel right, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, but, yeah, yeah, the joystick thing, I was talking to someone at the pre-launch party and they said their kid likes the joystick a lot because Minecraft Mobile uses the joystick. So mm -hmm. they, lots of kids play a lot of Minecraft. I know yeah. this. I, I don't blame Minecraft, but I know <laughs> that they play a lot of Minecraft. So um, it makes sense if they come over to another game, they want the same controls and same feelings uh, that they've already right. been using. That's what I've been hearing a lot of, like as for, like just some people in the community have been talking about like the control scheme. And actually randomly, I think when I was streaming one time, some new viewer came in and he's like, why do you play Vainglory? The controls suck. I'm like, what are you talking about? But he's just, that person was just used to using a joystick for, or a virtual joystick for every game they play, I guess. Right. So it was just interesting to see. And it, I guess since that many people especially kids since they're like growing up with phones and like all these other games are using virtual joysticks. That's what they would be used to. Mm -hmm. And so make, makes sense for them. Yeah. Um, so then you were doing Reno Valor, but now you're back to five V five, but you're also playing some Fortnite too, right? A lot of Fortnite. Okay. <laughs> Actually, so I streamed yesterday and normally when I stream, I stream like three to four hours and then I call it good and just hang out with people on discord or something. Cool. But, uh, I've streamed like four hours of Vainglory. And then I switched to Fortnite, and I think I played five hours of Fortnite. <laughs> like, wow, so okay. I just had a nine-hour stream out of nowhere. So yeah, a little addicted to that at the moment. <laughs> right, it seems like uh, that game is blowing up quite a bit. I think I was talking to uh, by Ukrainian about it at the meetup because, uh, you know, the, just the interest in that game is uh, big right now. So, yeah, for like, sure. seems like it's blowing up and has taken over PUBG and just, like, <laughs> blowing every battle arena game out of the water yeah it's just cool because that whole building aspect is so different compared to any other battle royale that's out so mm -hmm. and just the overall like lighthearted theme i guess because it like the art style is very like comic-y and then some of the weapons like they just released the crossbow so it's basically a long-range silent sniper oh cool but like it since they're doing the valentine's update like I bought the teddy bear costume or skin and then I pick up a crossbow and I just look like a teddy bear Cupid running across the map shooting people. So that's pretty funny. It's just fun to watch. Yeah. They seem very lighthearted with it, which you kind of, you want and you got to have that balance. Like that's why I like some of the skins, Vanglory or League or Arena Valor do that are like jokey skins. I like, I'm a fan of the like fun, silly skins more than mm. I am the like serious, like we're right. badass kind of skins <laughs> like the what is it the christmas fortress or pickle skin right like, yeah like i love those kind of skins yeah space pedal like those kind of mm -hmm. ones <laughs> yep i love all of them oh cool so <laughs> how then how often do you stream is it like every day then uh right now i'm streaming just on the weekends like okay. saturday sunday um once i get back into it i'm going to probably go back up to like four-ish maybe five days a week okay um, but yeah, I'm just doing some IRL stuff that I need to spend more time focusing on. So, yeah, so that's, that's good that you can still, you didn't have to give it up completely. You could still feel that time on the weekends and kind of make, uh, keep, I guess your community there and keep growing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's 
Let's dive into this uh, pre-launch party that was in San Francisco. Uh, I'm sure people want to hear what happened and kind of we can recap everything that was announced. Yeah. Uh, so just to give anyone a backstory, if you didn't watch the stream, uh, there was a pre-launch party that was happening at uh, in San Francisco at a gaming venue slash bar uh, right downtown. And this was an invite event. You had to get tickets or be invited, so you could go there and basically hang out all day from, I believe, uh, like 3 o'clock until 11 when the bar, or midnight when the bar restaurant thing kind of finally closed. <laughs> uh, but throughout the day, they were streaming mo all on Twitch, so everyone could watch all that, and then there was an after party, uh, which was basically just the same thing with minus the stream. <laughs> for for me, I didn't end up watching much of the stream. I had to go back and like watch and listen to some of these announcements afterwards because I was busy, you know, drinking and talking to people and just like running around and just just there were so many people like WikiForce and Nikki Tsunami and Pompey Ukrainian and I could just run down this list forever. But it was really cool to see everyone there and chat with all these people that you just know online and to finally get to like have a drink with them and cheers and hang out for a bit is really fun. Yep. Uh, have you been to a lot of other of the esports events or these launch parties or anything? Yeah, I've been to a couple of Vainglory events. I went to the summer finals uh, down in LA. Mm -hmm. um, I've also been to, or I was in the the worlds. Not this, not the Singapore Worlds, but the previous Worlds. Right. Um, At so Hollywood. In to, Hollywood, yeah, right. Yeah, in Hollywood. Yep. Um, so I've been to those two, which were really cool. And then I think my first like event where I met Bangalore people was actually the very first TwitchCon when they had the booth set up. Right. Okay. Um, I remember I met Xenotech there. That's where I met Zeke in playoff for the first time. A couple of the pro players. Um, I think old school was there and. One of the Korean players, I'm forgetting his name right now, but yeah, he was walking around. Oh, Shin and Yuma, like all them. So yeah, by now I've been to enough events that I think I've met most, like a lot of the names that like if someone, if they were at some point a big name in the community, I've kind of like at least gotten to meet them face to face and chat for like five minutes. So right, cool. <laughs> it's, it's been, it's been fun. Mm -hmm. I think my, like, this is what my second Bangalore. I've also been to the TwitchCon thing, but uh, you kind of, uh, it kind of reignites your passion for the game. Cause there's times when you're just in your house, if you're streaming, making videos or just playing the game, you kind of wonder like, what's, what are they doing, right? Mm. I think I even talk about it here on the podcast. Sometimes it's like, just what are these mistakes? And it's not going well. What's happening? But when you go to an event, you feel like, all right, I believe in this again. I'm, <laughs> I'm all in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I totally get that feeling. It's just because, I don't know, it's just the community, especially like the core community that like usually ends up going to these events mm -hmm. like they're just all good people and everyone that works on the game like every dev i've met that works at scmc they're super passionate about vainglory yeah. and they want like they know like their problems they know the issues but they're always working to fix them as best as they can and improve upon everything uh -huh. so it's like it's just really I don't know, reinvigorating, I guess. Yeah. Right. <laughs> to, to, to like to 
like be around that and just see that okay this this game's not going anywhere even if even with their issues like they'll they'll get it they'll get things fixed and everything's gonna be good mm-hmm. and what's what's great about this like the twitchcom one uh, versus maybe the esports events was this is about the community and like really just everyone getting together versus like come and watch these like high skill tier matches and like root for your team and uh i guess get behind this uh emerging sport more or less (laughs) yeah it was super fun because it's just like you're just a bunch of friends hanging out because like you've talked to each other online for the most part like i there are a few people that you you end up meeting new people too it's like they're members of the community that you don't know but you're just hanging out like i think you said like you didn't end up watching most of the stream because you were hanging out I was doing the same thing. I think I walked by the stream. I'd looked up and I'm like, "Oh, there's a, there's an announcement. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go back <laughs> and hang out with my friends now, and I'll come, I'm sure I'll see this again later." <laughs> yeah, it's just much a lot more fun when it's just chilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess we could run down uh, maybe some of the announcements or what was said throughout the event. Um, kind of kicking things off, they talked about this new music uh, mm-hmm. that they played, which was very hard to hear at the yeah. event so yeah i had to go back and listen but uh sounded really cool and that's going to be a, a nice little treat going into the game now uh, but then again i like don't have the music on when i play because i'll often have music like other music playing or uh if i'm making a video like that music you know isn't on at all so i don't hear the music but it sounded <laughs> it sounded great their new uh, track they have it did sound really good. I'm kind of in the same boat. I would like to play with the sound on, but usually I'm either sneaking a game at work, so I turn the sound off. Okay. <laughs> or if I'm streaming, if I turn the music on, I don't know why I haven't been able to fix or figure out my audio, but it like blasts super loud, so it like okay. deafens my uh, viewers. So I just kind of play on silent so that I can talk to them and have music in the background. But sure. the couple times I do play with sound on, everything's just, I mean, it just sounds awesome. Yeah. And they said it's, because they have adaptive music, I think they were mentioning. So like, as like team fights are happening, like the music kind of adapts and like makes it more intense, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I don't even know how that works in there. Right. Like just the fact that it's like, there are four people by each other, increase <laughs> music tempo. Right. Right? <laughs> Just black magic. Yeah, oh, crazy. <laughs> so that that's coming, and then 3.0 is launching February 13th globally, probably uh, early in the morning for the NA people. That's kind of been their uh, uh, what they've been doing lately, and it's been a zero downtime stream. So I'm sure this will uh, kind of follow that same suit. But there, be careful playing on february 13th because this is a 3.0 game so it's totally new and these zero dial times activation stream things have like they create other problems like it's just a it's a day of sometimes the servers going up and down so uh, right everyone's going to be jumping in there the load on the servers is going to be heavy it's always heavy when a new uh, update drops so i can only imagine what's going to happen <laughs> when everyone's trying to get in a 5v5 <laughs> Yeah, everyone's been waiting for so long. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just good for everyone to know. It's like there will there are a lot of people playing Vainglory. They've been waiting for this moment. Don't expect everything to go well right off the bat. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's cool. That's coming so soon. So anyone who 
missed out on the golden ticket. Like I was saying for weeks, like you weren't going to be waiting that long. Like you had like what, two and a half weeks of golden ticket access. So that's nothing. (laughs) Um, And then they showed off what, three skins that we're going to be getting in this update. We have this uh, figure skater Vox. uh, Oh, yeah. Looks really nice. It's like a winter theme slash winter Olympics theme. I didn't hear what their reasoning, if it was for the Olympics or if it was for just a winter theme skin. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we have this, uh, what, the Red Lantern uh, Reza skin, which that looks really awesome. I'm excited for that one. and now I'm blanking on the last one. Uh, Gwen. Gwen. Yeah, the uh, firework or basically another Red Lantern uh, Gwen skin. And that one looks really cool as well. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for all of those. I saw, I think they tweeted out the animation for Vox's skin, like mm-hmm. the ice skating. I don't know if it's his recall or something, but he's like doing a, like an ice skating performance in like doing one of those twirls that they do yeah so they spin really fast so it just it looks like a lot of work went into this like on the animation side and some of the other things that Nimit was telling me about the skin is just it's going to be a really cool one and same with the the firecrackers or not firecracker the red lantern skins like I'm I'm looking forward to the, all the effects they put on these skins. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I assumed that there was going to be some sort of Red Lantern Chinese New Year uh, festivities because I think those happen. That's February sixteenth. So mm-hmm. we usually see these red cards in games. So I don't know if we're going to see that as well again. And so they usually make sure they try to be very inclusive of all holidays or at least touch on them a little bit across the world. So. Right. Mm-hmm. So those are a couple skins or some of the skins coming in this update. Uh, and then, man, the announcements were just crazy <laughs> here. Um, they announced eSports. And this was something I was talking with uh, the Time for Rolling eSports guys previously, I think the night before and even before the announcement happened because, you know, they do a podcast that's just about eSports. So they were, um, uh, they've been, I guess, reaching for content lately. They've been filling episodes, which have been great. But yeah, their focus is the esports scene. Uh, mm-hmm. But the sad news is here: the official esports stuff doesn't start until the summer season in June. Mm. How do you feel about that? <laughs> That's I feel like yeah, it's a long wait. Like what? It's it's February now, <laughs> right? So, a couple months. Um, but they did announce. It kind of makes sense in my head because like yeah, they're just releasing five v five, so. They wouldn't want to like start right off the bat without giving teams, you know, ample time to practice on it. Mm-hmm. I think um, so. It kind of makes sense in my head, but I think during the stream, I, I heard them say that there's going to be a preseason starting in April. So like, there will still be matches that everyone will get to watch. It just I think it'll just be more like for practice. But I think it'll still be like. Everyone will be able to watch on Twitch or something like that. Right. But. So they're not going to be. So they're rebranding Vanguard Eight to the uh, Vanguard Premier League or VPL. And so, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know if those are going to be part of the VPL or if they're just going to be like preseason, like team invitational kind of matches. But uh, they kind of want to showcase just how that meta is happening because sometimes without the pro esports scene. 
it's chaos because most players just kind of <laughs> follow what the pros do. And if the pros right. aren't there to show them what to do, even though they stream, some of them do, it's still it's still not the same as like watching a true 5v5 team play it out. Right. Like I know like Flash and Zeno, they stream all the time, but a lot of the times I've noticed after like going to one of those big esports events, that's when you see like everyone start trying out those builds. Right. It's like, oh, even if Flash or Zeno does this on a stream 24-7, they won't do it until they see it in, a, in an actual professional match against other pros because they're like, oh, now this is actually a thing. It worked against these guys. So I can do it too because mm -hmm. everybody's a pro player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we don't know the teams. Honestly, I think that's the other thing why maybe we're waiting for June. I don't think there's – I think a lot of the teams are waiting on like what's happening with the franchise system, uh, which doesn't affect like any of us of average players or just people that aren't in the pro scene. But, yeah, that's not – hasn't been sorted out yet. I know like – Vision Gaming, who got into the Vanglory 8, and Gangstars, who got out. Now there's a new VPL. Who's in and who's out? Cloud9 is out because they left, but teams need five players. Whew, so it's a it's a mess. Like I don't I don't think anyone could sort it out fast enough on the on the organized the orgs team or org side to be ready to go until maybe June. Right. I think that's. Uh, definitely another big factor. Um, so I think it's good that there's a little bit of time before everything kicks back off. Yeah, I was trying to trying to get a uh, Nikki Tsunami to bring back Arden and get a team going for the VPL here. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, so keep a lookout. Fuji said on the stream like there should be more news coming about the franchises, about the preseason, and just lots of esports stuff coming soon so keep a lookout probably vainglory esport on twitter is probably the best place to keep up with that um, and then they announced like a couple new partnerships uh, one is with razor which we've been seeing them do some stuff with razor more and more i kind of feel like this is just a replacement for their samsung partnership which they had for a long time uh, but really what they're doing is just a global partnership with Razer. Uh, they're going to be working with them closely to make sure the phones are optimized for their game and the game is optimized for their phones and um, how to truly take advantage of that because I think those Razer phones can play the game at 120 frames per second. Yep. Did you did you play? They had a little like booth set up with the Razer phones. Did you try it yeah, out? Yeah, I, I spent a couple minutes. I just went into a practice game and looked at it. I, did, I could notice the 120 frames pretty easily on the, uh, mostly on the main menu. Um, I was just scrolling through and I could, it just felt a lot smoother. I play my PC games on 144 Hertz monitor. So like it's kind of easy to notice the difference between like a high refresh rate and a low refresh rate. Cause when okay. I go to work, my PC does not have that high refresh rate. So I can kind of tell that it's a little bit slower. But uh, that's probably also because I play way too many games. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the game looked really nice on there. Um, I think so because I, I play on an iPad Pro as well. I think the iPad Pro, if you set it to like high performance, it can actually also go up to like 120 frames or something. I okay. think it was telling me. Um, so I think that's why in game it didn't look as like stunning to me. Like it didn't shock me that it 
because you've didn't you've already had any it. better. <laughs> yeah, so like I didn't even realize that it was uh, 120 hertz on my iPad for okay. some reason. I think it's just because like MOBAs in general, like the movement is pretty slow, like compared to like an FPS or something where you're moving across the screen and like snapping back and forth and everything. Mm -hmm. um, but still on their phones, it did look really nice. It felt pretty responsive. Um, so we'll we'll see. I'm, mm -hmm. It seems like a good partnership. Yeah, for sure. I know they were giving away some phones. I didn't win one. <laughs> Curvy Barbie won one. Uh, but yeah, I didn't yep. win one. But still, if, you know, SEMC wants to send me one or Razor wants to <laughs> send me one to even give away on the podcast, I am I am down for that. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I, I have to say, even if I got a Razor phone, I am terrible at Vanglory on the phone. Like, it is way too small. <laughs> 5e5 is already too small for me on the iPad. Like, I am waiting. I think uh, Fuji mentioned there's probably some other zoom options coming in either 3.0 or 3.1. I need a closer zoom because I can't tap on things. I'm missing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm one of the weird people, I guess, that can play on both now because I actually okay. started on uh, on iPhone. I think it was an iPhone 6 I was playing on. So like I was really used to playing with my thumbs because I used to only be a console player before okay. I ever got a got my PC. So I was used to using my thumbs and it felt really natural. Um, and then I got my iPad a couple years back, <clears throat> and it took me a while to transition. But it's just I don't know. It's I like playing <laughs> on the iPad because it's a bigger screen. Right. But I like playing on the phone because you get more vision just because of how they have the camera system set up. Right. But so it's like, I, I don't know. Maybe I need to start playing with like a, a pen like Druid does or something like that. Then I can get those precise taps. That might help. I actually saw uh, Adox. He was playing some games with a stylus at the launch party. Yeah, that's, so. maybe. Maybe I got to adapt that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, keep a lookout for more stuff with Razer. And I think it's a pretty good partnership moving forward. Yeah. Uh, and then on the esports side even more... Uh, they announced this new partnership with ESP Gaming. Um, so this is a group out of Las Vegas. Uh, I don't know too much of their backstory, but it seems like they work a lot with a, a poker, like uh, streaming poker or television poker. <laughs> uh, that's been what they've been doing for a while, and it seems like now they're getting into uh, esports, and it looks like Vanglory is going to be their first kind of forte into that. Yeah, so I was this part I actually was listening to quite a bit on the stream, okay. and uh, they <clears throat> apparently ESP. This is the company that produces like the East or not the esports, the Olympics, and like like they pr do the production for that. Oh, cool. Um, <clears throat> so let me, uh, yeah, X Games, Olympics, NFL, World Series of Poker. Um, so they have like I think it said twenty years of experience like doing this production for these like huge events. So I think it's going to be a really good like partnership for them for getting Bangalore and like having that really high production value that I know SCMC wants and that Bangalore deserves because it's such an awesome game. Right. So, yeah. um, so yeah. and they're going to be taking their I guess streams or their event uh, what was the Bangalore Aid, which is now the VPL, out of the layer and taking it to the studio in Vegas. So that's a that's an interesting change up. So all those casters who were flying out, like Humanist and uh, whoever was on the desk, Tasty Bacon and everyone like that, they're gonna have to go 
to Las Vegas now instead of uh, San Francisco. Um, and so there's going to be a lot more traveling probably for members of SEMC, but it kind of frees up some of those people from having to worry about it at the layer because the amount of issues that they always have with broadcasting <laughs> at the layer is just, uh, it's rough. You feel for them sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think it'll be cool. And I'm, I'm actually from Vegas originally, so I've, like, it would be really cool to go back and like see them have their, their stadium and be like, oh, just have a, a weekly game of Vainglory playing on like any other sport or anything else you would want to go watch for a league. So right. that'd be pretty cool once it all gets settled. And uh, this uh, they said their studio is going to be like on the strip, so that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And I wonder if you're going to start to see maybe some more betting happening with esports like i don't i don't know how much betting on esports happens there i know i have friends that when they go to vegas they go and sit in the rooms and just watch other sports games and bet on those like all day because it's it's very easy and casual you just hang out in chairs and drink and watch sports so right if we could do that for esports too (laughs) that sounds pretty good to me with the rate esports is growing, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if that starts becoming more mainstream now. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and with the ESP gaming, uh, was it Sue Generous who tweeted out that Closet Nerd is working with them? He's the VP operations of ESP gaming. So, mm. I know we've seen Closet Nerd. He was the owner of Phoenix Gaming for a while there, which I think he still is, but it's just. It's nothing at the moment, uh, but now he's got this ESP gaming kind of play. He was doing stuff at the layer with the broadcast. You'd see him every now and then in some behind-the-scenes photos people would take. So this is very cool that he's been able to, I guess, transition all the way into this new role uh, very easily. Yeah, no, that's really cool. It's just cool seeing like the people in the community that have like had such a big history in the community, like making these big, like defining moments for the game kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just cool to see. I don't know closet uh, too well personally, but he seems like a very cool guy. Seems very hardworking if he's the owner of Phoenix and he's got, he helped secure this deal. So yeah. Um, Yeah. I met him. I met him briefly at the pre-launch party, but didn't, didn't talk to him for more than just a couple minutes. I think he was, he was just moving around so much, so said hi, and that was about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that? I think that was all the big announcements, right? Uh, I think we're. Um, I think we, that covered most stuff. Uh, yeah, I think the only other thing I remember, like randomly, because I was walking by, is there's a new model oh, for the yes. treants. <laughs> there's that toad. That's, this, uh, was it the gold treant? I think is going to be the toad. So it's yeah, like the gold toad. This golden toad. Um, I remember somebody who maybe uh, just sort of knows Vanglory or knows the game a little bit when this was, announcement was happening. They're like, what's the deal with this? Is this like big news? <laughs> and mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to explain to them, no, it's not big news. Vanglory decided to make it big news when they kept telling us like, oh, this golden toad is coming. (laughs) Guys, it's not in there yet. It's coming. We promise. For some reason, Vanglory kept making this a thing. I think it just, (laughs) at some point, it just became a meme. Yeah, maybe. Because like, I know, because obviously since it's still early access, all the 
major jungle camps were just treants, right? So like you couldn't really distinguish them unless you had played a few games and you know, like, oh, um, except for the weapon buff or the, yeah, weapon and crystal buff treants because they have glowing hands. Yeah. But like everything else is like, oh, they look exactly the same. So now that at least one of them will have a different model, so you can kind of, it just makes it easier for like gameplay, you know, being able to distinguish what you're killing and what you're getting out of it. So mm -hmm. I remember seeing Shin Kaigen posted the video. He's like, what, you can't see the toad? And he just like photoshopped a golden toad like behind something <laughs> really tiny. But, I, yeah. I don't think this model is coming in 3.0, right? I think it's a 3.1 thing because... The games that were the games that were on stream were 3.0 games, and I don't remember seeing it there unless I was totally missed it. I am not sure actually, uh, so. because we do know we saw some of the changes in 3.0 from those streams. Uh, we got to see like there's a the captain minion is now mm -hmm. like I don't know more badass and looks different. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how to describe it without like yeah. an actual visual of it. It just yeah. Yeah, he had like the I think the first thing I noticed was like that band. He was he had like a flag behind him, right? It was like yeah, that like flag carrying. I don't even know the word, but like in the army, the bannerman. Yeah, like they're holding like that flag kind of bearer. Thing, so. Yeah, yeah, so kind of looked like that to mm -hmm. me. But and then yeah. I, I believe there's a another item that does mortal wounds. Was it a spell sword? Does mortal ruins now? I forget uh, all this stuff in three v three that people were telling me when I was testing it out at, at the party, and I was like, <laughs> I need the update notes. I will forget this all. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so that I guess that was the most of the announcements. But then, you know, the pre party or the not the pre party, the after party kicks in, yep. and this is where everyone's drinking and just talking yep. more and. Um, you start to get like a little, uh, little hints at things. Uh, everyone, for the most part, was very good about like not telling people too much. I know I, I would hear people try to try to get little things out of you know some of the devs, but mm -hmm. they're, they're good about making sure they they keep their lips sealed. But uh, a couple things I did hear was there should be a new hero coming in three point one, which that makes sense. Right, we had two twelve no hero, three point oh no hero. So it makes most sense that we're gonna have three point one with a new hero. Uh, so. That would make sense because yeah. <laughs> Varya is the last hero that came out, and she's been out for what a couple months now, just yeah. because they've been doing five v five stuff. So mm -hmm. that would make sense. And we're on like every other patch just about every other update gets a new hero at this point it was every update but i think we're kind of at a every other one at this point so yeah. uh, look for that i just heard that it's likely to see this new hero uh, and then uh heard some rumors about the challenger series the vis and vgl i think that now that maybe the main vpl is going to vegas or uh, with the ESP gaming, I think Super Evil Megacorp now has a little more time and a little more resources, maybe to make sure the Challenger series and all that like uh, stays high quality uh, with prizes and whatever it takes to make sure people stay interested in that. So it's not just a, a throwaway thing that's during the week as we all wait for the professional matches. Right. 
Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't hear anything about that actually while I was down there. So <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be really cool. I mean, just keeping everything up to par with, you know, like what everyone wants for esports. So mm-hmm. got to keep people interested in order to get new players, like new pro players and like new teams getting in and, you know, all that competition. Right. I, so. I got to figure those challenger teams now, like it's going to be hard to get five people together because I know yeah. <laughs> hearing people in the challenger series like a lot of them are in school so or just real life gets in the way like oh no i have to i have to finish this work or i have to do this before i can play the game and so sometimes they just drop out or uh, not able to show up and now with five people uh if you're in the challenger scene you're gonna be have to take it way more serious than you were with 3v3 yeah it's it's gonna be interesting for sure but i'm i'm hoping it pull i'm hoping everything works out because i mean esports like people love esports people have been playing 5v5 mobas i know a lot of like young people even play like pc mobas not nearly as many like as on a phone since everyone has a phone but like yeah i'm we'll see i guess we'll have to see how it works out and like how much chaos comes from (laughs) needing more people all the time yeah, but it should be an exciting year. I feel like for the most part, everyone at the party, devs and people there were just very excited for Vanglory in 2018. I think it's it's a defining moment. The game is basically brand new. And if everything works out like they want this year or hope it's going to work out, it should be good moving forward. Um, but it, it could all fall apart. But everyone seemed very hopeful. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, with everything I've seen about like 5v5 and like all the things they're doing, like off, like outside of the game, like with esports and everything, it seems like it's moving in the right direction. So, like, I'm thinking it'll grow a lot this year, especially with 5v5, because that's what everyone that plays MOBAs is used to is like League, Dota, they're all 5v5. So, I think people will take it a lot more seriously and will give it a better shot or like a second chance if they used to play it and like stopped. So I'm, I'm optimistic as well. Cool. Uh, well, yeah, I think that is a pretty good recap of the <laughs> pre-launch party. Uh, and anything I missed, I think that was it. I think we covered everything. Um, I would definitely go back and watch the streams. Even if you don't watch the games, watch all the announcements, listen to them. Um, even watching the games, you can tell like the players are still getting used to 5v5. I would see somebody like four people on one team at the bottom pushing the bottom lane and then someone on the other team is just farming their jungle and it's like, no, you got to push the lane. <laughs> like stop farming. Like take take objectives on the other side of the map. So I think even the pros <laughs> are going to have to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I've noticed has been interesting is that everyone's still figuring it out because it's still so young and obviously it's not globally released yet. But I like I, I think I mentioned earlier I used to play league so like I I kind of understand like the basic 5v5 like what yeah. some things that should happen and I've been playing some games with my viewers on stream and most of the time we win even if we're behind just because we have someone split push so it's like oh we'll just we'll fight up here and then I don't know like Artemis or someone is just off in the bottom pushing three turrets while we're just distracting them and fighting them over a dragon and they have no idea. Also, my favorite thing in the world is teleport boots. 
because since we split push so much <laughs> and with the with the uh the captain minions like if you get that big wave pushing they'll just push for you and then you distract them in one lane and teleport to the other and push to win right it's I so satisfying <laughs> teleport boots are fun they are hard to use though because yeah. just the fact like the teleport on league is very easy because you can you know move your mouse click on where you want but this is like all right let me unlock my camera click my boots click where i there's a lot of like just yeah. taps that have to happen i did have a successful like one where we were chasing someone and i had teleport boots and i teleported to my wave that they were running towards and you know then we picked up the kill so that was like very proud moment of mine. I actually got right. teleport boots to work. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're great. I think the only thing that's been, like, obviously the first time I used it, I didn't know how they work. So I teleported to a minion literally right next to me. Right. And then uh, I think the only thing that makes it hard for me is I can't tell when I've, like, selected teleport boots so that the next tap will teleport me. Okay. So, Nib, if you're listening, that's that's a little feedback, you know. Some sort of <laughs> indicator that you're in teleport mode or something yeah right nice. so, but yeah no it's it's been super fun Ooh. teleporting all over the place <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i have to just get them more and keep using them just like any item or anything new in the game like just keep using it or a new hero like keep practicing until you like understand how it works right well wookie force this has been great i know you have streaming you're about to start so i should <laughs> let you get to that uh, but where can people, I guess, follow you, keep in touch, uh, check out your stream? What's all the info there? Yeah, so uh, my Twitch is twitch.tv slash Wookieforce. Uh, the E in Force is a three, actually. So I'm sure, hopefully, you'll have links somewhere. Yeah. That'll be a lot easier than me <laughs> like, spelling it out. Uh, but I'm Wookieforce on Twitch, Wookieforce on Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow my Instagram, I put food pictures sometimes. Nice, <laughs> okay. Like, when I go to events or something like that. Um, I got, I have a discord, uh, discord.gg slash Wookieforce, uh, have a, quite a few of my community members that just hang out and talk basically all the time. Um, so it's a fun place. Um, yeah. Otherwise I'll just see people in Vainglory or wherever. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'll include links in the show notes in the description. So check all that out. And then Shadow the Veins on Twitter, at Shadow the Vein, website, shadowthevein.com. Everything gets posted there. So if you're looking for the show notes or looking for the links and don't see them because you're listening, go there, check them out, follow everyone up, follow it up there. Uh, and then I'll be back uh, next week with 193. We'll have 3.0 get released and should have uh, lots more to talk about. All right. Take care. Let's get this over with.